ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy, two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Hey, friends, welcome to Real Victory Radio. We are so excited to have you with us today. We are talking about faith versus our feelings. And I want to read a quote from my book, Becoming a Victory Girl, that says, With God on our side, we can face our battles standing on flourishing faith, not our floundering feelings. So if that is something that you've been struggling with, and I know it is because we all struggle with our feelings being more powerful than our faith, but we can walk in a powerful faith when we choose to. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Roland Murphy. Latan, I'm so glad that we are here today. We're talking about a topic that is really important. And I think it's, it's like a lot of people are talking about it. Right now, people are feeling discouraged. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago on the show and how there's this weariness that sets in before the end of the year and or not before the end of the year as we step into a new year when we haven't stayed on track with our plans and stuff we talked about that last week and today we're going to address it we're going to talk about what to do with all the feels we are i'm excited about the show because um, there are so many people hurting and so many people with big big needs like we talked about in our last show amy and feelings are so, so unreliable that many times we allow our feelings to be the thing that leads, that it leads us. But instead of leading us, we want to allow faith to lead us, a faith that's based on truth to lead us. Um, so we just need to remember that uh, we cannot let our feelings be the leader. Um, we want our faith to lead us every single day of our life. And our faith will help us stay forward while our feelings are going to keep us looking back. Isn't that um, the truth? Oh you know, although we may have all the feels, we can't rely on our feelings alone. We have to learn how to set aside our feelings and cling to our faith because it's by our faith that we can begin to believe and flourish and have that flourishing faith that I talked about earlier. I want to, we're going to look at Hebrews 11, the Faith Hall of Fame chapter. Is there part of that that you wanted to read, or where should we start this big conversation? Well, you know, this this whole chapter is about the great Hall of Faith, not Hall of Fame, but Hall of Faith. And, you know, everybody in the world would love to be famous, probably, or most of us have been tempted with wanting to have more attention than what we deserve. And the enemy really twists us up with that. And here we look to God's word, and he says he wants us to be a great hall of faith. Um, so it starts out saying that faith is the reality of what is hoped for and the proof of what's not seen. And aren't we people that want to see proof of things before we believe? And yet, in God's uh, system, 
we are challenged to believe first, have faith first, and to believe in the things that are unseen because he has so much more yet to be revealed that we are just not ready to have revealed. Um, and he starts out in chapter one and through three telling us that by faith we'll understand that the, we understand that the universe is created um, and we can we can understand that every single thing that God created was done by him because we can see it. You know, we can grab hold of that truth more. But then it goes on down and he begins to list the faithful followers that that were faithful, that didn't just base their journey with God on um, feelings. And he starts out saying, by faith, in verse 4, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain did. It was by faith that he was approved as a righteous man because God approved his gifts. And even though he is dead, he still speaks through his faith. So then it goes on to talk about Enoch. He was taken away so that he didn't experience death and how he was not found to be, uh, he wasn't found because God took him away. That's a big faith uh, demand. You'd have to really believe in that because we didn't see it with our eyes. Um, but it says, for prior to his removal, he was approved since he had pleased God. And then it says in verse 6 in chapter 11, now without faith, it is impossible to please God. For the one who draws near to him must believe that he exists and rewards those who seek him. And I love how all throughout this chapter, he goes on and he lists not just the men who were faithful, but also the women who were faithful. And he talks about Rahab, how she's like the third woman that was named in the Hall of Fame, uh, Hall of Faith, Amy, and how she's especially noteworthy because she was a Gentile and she was a prostitute, and how this immoral woman risked her life for the sake of God's people. And she identified herself with the God of Israel, and God found her faithful, not based on her past and not based on who she felt she was, but on the faith that she put into action. And so I would love to challenge our listeners to read the whole chapter of um, Hebrews 11 and to just note and highlight where almost every single verse starts out with by faith, by faith, by faith. Um, and you, in the end, get to see that all of them were approved through their faith, but they didn't receive what was promised since God had provided something better. It says since he provided something better for us so that they would not be made perfect without us. So they were not able to experience the promised land. That was the thing that they had faith to believe in. And, and sometimes probably in the midst of the journey through life, their feelings told them to sit down and stop and quit like our, our feelings can do where they lead us in the wrong way. And yet they kept going by faith and God promised them a new land, a new promised land, a new reward, and that they would receive their reward with all the other Christian believers, which is the promise of heaven for us. We have so much to look forward to, Amy, and sometimes it's just so hard to not live based on feelings because our feelings tell us this feels so good. This feels right. So it must be God's will, right? Have you ever had that experience? 
Yes, and, a time or two. <laughs> yeah, and how, you know, the Lord wants us to, to have discernment. Godly discernment is so different than emotion because Christ is to be exalted up, not, not my feelings. He's the one that's supposed to be exalted, not my feelings. And, that is so true. Yeah, and so sometimes we say about a sermon, you know, that really touched my heart. People have come up to me after I speak at an event and said, you know, that really touched my heart. Well, that means a lot to me, but it means way more when I hear them say, it transformed me. Because then I know that what they heard is not just going to be, I believe that that can help me, and it's based on feel-good emotions that they carry away from the event, but it means that they grabbed a hold of a truth that was solid, that was faith-driven, and they are going to go out and be transformed to put that truth into action. That is is the difference. It really is. And I know that, you know, the thing that I saw in throughout this chapter was that even though the facts right before them would validate their feelings and back up their feelings of what they were looking for, not seeing it, and that they could have so easily fallen into disbelief, We are called to live by faith, not our feelings. And the key is in believing time and time again. It said that Abraham lived by faith and that Sarah uh, believed. You said something to me this week. Every one of these people, yes, they didn't get to see the fulfillment of everything that they were promised, but they kept their eyes forward Things like in this, it says they must believe he rewards those who sincerely seek him and that uh, he lived there by faith. They were confidently looking forward to something ahead. In verse 13, it says, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. And then on down in verse 16, it says, but they were looking for a better place. And it just time and time again, it says that they were looking for the better thing. They were keeping their eyes focused on what was ahead and believing in that thing. So the key is the belief. We have to stay and believing and knowing that God has our best in mind. Like it says at the end of the chapter, all these people earned a good reputation because of their faith. That is verse uh, 39 and 40. For God had something better in mind for us so that they would not reach perfection without of us none of them received what god had promised because they god had something better in mind for all of us so it's not just about us it's for everyone we our faith inspires others and that's why we can't let our feelings get in the way that's right that's right and dl moody said obedience means marching right on whether we feel like it or not don't you love that? I do. And um, there's another quote that I love, Amy, that's by Charles Spurgeon. He said, what right have you to set up your feelings against the word of God? That, that really kind of sets me back a little bit. Say like, that again. What right have you to set up your feelings against the word of God? What right do we have to say our feelings are stronger and more to allow them to dominate as I said in the beginning, to allow our feelings to lead us instead of the Word of God. It's like we're setting our feelings against the Word of God when we do that. Setting it up. Setting them up as bigger and more powerful than God. Wow, that is huge. That's that's like a whole other topic. 
Yeah. Our feelings can actually become an idol that we are worshiping our feelings more than we are worshiping the God of our faith. Um, We know that faith is confidence in God's promises despite our circumstances. And one of my favorite verses in these days, especially that have been difficult uh, in so many situations with grief and with uh, people that I love that are sick, is where Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, 8, we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair. And I love that because what he's saying to us is, yes, we're going to have some hard times. We're going to be so hard pressed with all the depressing, sad, um, overshadowing scenarios of our lives that are so common to us because we're so human in the fallen world. We cannot avoid these things, but we're not crushed and we're not perplexed. We're not running around in circles saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I feel this way and I feel that way. And, and we're not sitting in despair with those feelings. Why? Because we are faith driven people and we, we all fall into that trap of allowing our feelings to lead us. But, God wants us to let our faith lead the way. And our faith is evidenced by a changed attitude. I, I just absolutely love that. Um, and Amy, one thing I love too is thinking about how Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? Well, that is definitely a question that's based on a, a feeling, right? By the world standards. And that Jesus was going deeper into Peter's faith, and he said, do you love me? And if you do, feed my lambs. Love is not a feeling. It's an action. This is what Elizabeth Elliot said. Love is not a feeling. It's an action. And Jesus, in that passage, was calling Peter to action. He was calling him out of the feelings of, yes, you love me, but don't sit even in that love. You can't sit and say, oh, I love the Lord so much. He has done so much for me. He is so good to me. There is a time to worship. Our whole lives are supposed to be about that worship experience. But we have to take those feelings that we have towards God, even that, Amy, and put it into action where our lives become a faith in action, where we are telling the world by the way we live, by the way we act, by the way we talk, uh, by our body language that we know the Savior of the world and they can experience all that he is too. And that's, that's so where good. faith becomes alive. Yeah, it just is really exciting, isn't it? It's so good. And it reminds me of something that you showed me this week uh, with Shelly Giglio. And she talks about how our faith requires obedience. And that is that action. It, we can't rely on our feelings and how the world says that we should feel about something. Like you said with Peter, Christ was pushing him to that deeper faith inside of him that is inside of us. If we are believers, that faith is inside of us. And we may have to dig deep to get there like Peter did, but it is there. And we can call that forth. We can stir up our faith and may it become stronger. We can do that because of everything that. that is in us through Christ I'm reminded of that Proverbs 28 verse that says to make rash, hasty decisions shows that you are not trusting the Lord. But when you rely totally on God, you will still act carefully and prudently. 
And it goes on to say, self-confident know-it-alls will prove to be fools. But when you lean on the wisdom from above, you will have a way to escape the troubles of your own making. That is Proverbs 28, 25, and 26 from the Passion Translation. And it's so true. Our feelings make us act out irrationally or with rash and quick, hasty decisions. And that is not how we want to live our lives. We want to live our lives in obedience and thought out and being resolved like you talked about a few weeks ago on a couple of different shows. We've talked about really being resolved. And faith is that place where we already know how we're going to respond. We're going to choose to believe that God has our best at heart and in mind for us. And that's the way we're going to walk in it. That is so powerful, Amy. And there's so much attached to this conversation that we're having about our feelings versus faith and faith versus feelings, because that affects every part of our day-to-day life. What we do with this conversation affects every relationship. It affects every everything. So here's a small example of how to make this practical. How many times have we been hurt by somebody? And we say, I am so hurt. I just cannot get past these feelings. I am never going to do this or this or this. They will have to come to me. I, I am not going to be nice anymore. I'm not going to serve them. They, they hurt me and wounded me so bad. So what has Satan done? He's allowed our feelings to lead us in such a way, instead of our faith leading us to the heart of God, where D.L. Moody said obedience means marching right on whether we feel like it or not we march right on to the heart of jesus and we say rescue me lord from these feelings which are driven by damaged emotions and lord they're robbing my joy and i want to be a faith-driven woman where faith leads me to betterment day by day and lord i ask you to take this from me so that we can march right on up in the church and look the person in the eye that hurt us and do what the Bible says for us to do, and that is to bless our enemy, to bless those who curse us and bless those who meant to bring us harm. And what happens then, Amy, is that we are being led by our faith, and God can take us to greater places, to higher spiritual levels of understanding because we've chosen to let him be the centerpiece of truth. I love it. That's so good. That reminds me of something that happened to me recently where I had to deny my prideful feelings and how somebody might respond to me or how I felt from being hurt. And I had to put those aside and do the thing that God had called me to do. And that was send a text, send a text that said, Hey, I'm thinking about you. I wanted you to know that I am praying for you and that I see you. And I had to, I could have let pride stay in the way of that, but I didn't. I went ahead and let love win the day. And that is what we want to do. We want to be obedient, faithful followers that don't fall prey to our feelings, but we may have to fall and pray about putting our emotions aside and doing the thing in love and following the way that 
faith would have us to go. Absolutely. That's so good. Gosh, Latan, we have talked a lot about faith and feelings, and I know that there's a lot of people who struggle. I mean, it's just all over. You look at uh, different posts or different uh, people that we talk to, and it's a big struggle. It is a struggle to really tame our feelings. Do you have any practical kind of applications of what you do in that situation? How do you calm your heart or your feelings and choose more wisely and choose by faith or walk by faith? Mm, wow, you're really um, putting me on the spot now. And I know it. how we do this to each other. Well, and as you're asking the question immediately, I, 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 I'm going to say the word. I feel I am to share this. Now, this feeling is based on a discernment that's based on a truth that I believe the listeners need to hear. Big difference. So I remember attending a church years back, and I was very wounded because I had tried to serve and and sometimes work my fingers to the bone um, and felt disappointed um, in some of the things that were happening around me. And, and what I want to say is I confess to you today as an older woman that I now understand that I was allowing those feelings to lead me. And as God would have it, he is the God who brings us back to the old dead places so that we can have complete healing and move forward in faith. And he brought me back years later to this church to speak at this church. And when it was such a beautiful day, his word was just so powerful in my life as I spoke. I felt him transforming me. And when I left the church, Amy... And I was walking out of the parking lot. I just felt him whisper to me, as I know his voice whispers to me, and it's different for everybody. And he said, can we just be done with this now? Hmm. Can, you, can you just be done with this? And I left it all right there in that parking lot because I knew that God was calling me to be a faith journeyer. He wanted me to be a woman who is led not by my feelings, but by my faith. And he wanted me to be, that means that I have to be a woman who forgives. That means that I have to be a woman who extends grace when I don't feel like it. That is such a good story. Latan, we are out of time. And what I feel like a good ending of that story is that you chose the better thing that God had for you that day because you were a woman of faith. And that is what we want to pray for the listeners today, that they would be people of faith and let love win the day and let God direct our path. So I'm going to pray and this has been a great conversation. I feel like we're going to have some more topics come out of this, don't you think? Absolutely. All right. Father God, I just lift up our listeners today and I lift up Latan and myself today to you and just ask that you would help our faith to be stirred up, to be stronger than any feelings that might try to overcome what you would have us to do or how you would have us to be. Lord, we trust you and we want to rely on you and not our feelings. We want to rely on the faith and believing always that you have a better thing in mind for us. 
And we love you that you do give us a future and a hope like we talked about a few weeks ago. We love that you have something for us to look forward to because when we look forward, we can do so in faith. Lord, I pray that you would stir up faith in the believers' hearts today, in the listeners' hearts today, that we could be strong women and men and people of faith. In your son's holy, powerful name we pray. Amen. Latan, we've got one minute left. Tell the listeners how to get in touch with us. And thank you guys for being with us today. Get in touch with us, you guys, through our Facebook page, Real Victory Radio. And you want to come every week to 94.7 FM, The Word. And in the same way that I left that church being led by faith, I'm, I'm challenging the listeners today to go courageously and do everything you do, all the working your fingers to the bone as unto the Lord, not for men to see. And then you won't be led by feelings. That's right. guys. Thanks so much for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio.